is in the know for Tuesday, October 10, the 283rd day of 2023. There are 82 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on the platform formerly known as Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we'll kind of look how cold is it going to get, when, when will we get more rain, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Off Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Did you watch any Monday Night Football last night? No, I got uh, we got center on. We had a center game on Saturday, so doing a little prep. Yep, a little prep have work to for do Saturday. It since we have volleyball tonight, so I gotta get ahead while I can. Oh yeah, you do have volleyball tonight. We do. Yeah, exciting. What time's that? It'd be seven o'clock. They play Meade County, who's one of the top teams in the region. So it should be a good matchup. The Green Wave of Meade County. They do. They make matchup. the trip down the fun trip from Meade County to Grayson County. Is it fun? No. No, I was going to say, it's probably not one of so my, the one, my one Fighting of my favorite Gus trips. Allens against the Fighting Mark Buckles, <laughs> the Fighting right? Gus Allens. Oh, I forgot it's the Fighting Gusses. Yeah, we'll have to see if... Uh, We'll have to see if DraftKings has a wager on that that Gus and I can square off on. That's a good idea. Send him a message. I'll check into that. Over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church, Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Tennessee Cook. Who am I? You and I. The name's Yukon Lovingly know him as Yukon Morning, humble bumble. That's pretty good. How you doing? That's pretty good. I'm good. How are I, you, man? I'm not in. I'm not in true form yet. I had a week yeah. off. I'm not back. I'm, uh, I, I'm not 100. I'm you know. I watched some yesterday. I could tell. 97. percent A little rusty. Well, for me. I am glad that we got the navy shirt memo Absolutely. lined out for today. Even Samo. You went with goodness. the pullover. I went with just the, the regular button up. But. Um, what is that? Some type of Hawaiian shirt you're this wearing is, underneath uh, your outer layer? Or what a little is that? loud, a little basic. This is a Columbia shirt that is short sleeve. Oh, I but see. But I love the design of the shirt, and I thought it matched well, and Sarah wasn't there to say, to you're not wearing that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, are, that's her fault. Are we going to need to now do the whole thing? Like, you know, at the end of, like, the NFL today on CBS, they have, like, you know, Boomer Esiason was dressed by, wardrobe. You know, yeah. yeah, wardrobe okay. credits. Absolutely. Wardrobe credits to Columbia. Thank you very much for oh, that. Yeah. I also thought my board might be important for you today because I, like I thought it. you might be the authority uh, on such. It says, are part-time band leaders called semiconductors, yay or nay? Well, I'm not sure. Um, I love the board, first off. Secondly, <laughs> much love to the part-time band leaders. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. I mean, <laughs> they, get, they have full-time work for part-time pay. Where would the world be without part-time band leaders? I do not know. I mean... I do not know. <laughs> but, you know, you've got your Count Basies. They're full-time band leaders. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Name one part-time band leader. Uh, I'm at a loss. 
I know, <laughs> I know, yeah, me too. I know some multi, like uh, some double full time band leaders. Oh uh, yeah, I know some double full time band leaders that I think they'll be yeah. here on on Thursday. I might be awesome. talking. I might be talking to them today. Oh yeah, that's right. You do have that. Uh, you do have that duty, um, Dennis. Hmm. I'm gonna. I don't know if I should say this out loud. Yeah, do it. I'm planning to ambush the bells on Thursday with some demands. Don't don't you mess with the bells? I, well, they're messing with me. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying. I'm talking about you messing with them. Okay. Are they good people? Okay. I didn't say I'm, they're not. I know, didn't say they're not good people. But that's, if that's you're not messing it at all. with my people, but they need me to show up on Saturday. Okay. And and I want to show up on Saturday, but I I'm, I'm not just gonna look so. I mean, I'm not gonna go willingly without negotiating some demands that I might have. Hey, there are other voices in this county that can announce bands. Oh, there are. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Are you singing the national anthem, or is it being played? I presume it's being. Sometimes it's played by the Grayson County Middle School. Okay. Sometimes it's performed by the male choir from the high school. No, did yeah, it last year. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it could be. Hmm. Are you? Are I'm you interested? It, I'm thinking it, you should. It might be you. I think thinking, you should. I'm thinking you might should do that. Are, All right. Now, are you like about seven o'clock on Friday going to start fasting? Because oh, yeah, you I'm have gonna, to. I'm going to store or it. Or is it earlier? I'm, I'm getting a, po- a pork chop sandwich the moment I arrive. Yes. And then I think every other band I get a pork chop sandwich. Oh, That's man. That's kind of how it's what a, what a gig. It sounds like a lot. What of, a sounds, gig. Sounds like a good day. They're going to have to wheel you out. Some great entertainment on that. Well, luckily, it's up. You can just lower me down on a rope from the. It'll be worth from it. From the, have you been in the new press box, the press box yet? Yes. Okay, last year. You were there. Okay, last year. I. Yeah. I I couldn't remember whether you did it last year or not. Man, yeah, it's cozy. Every other band you get a pork, another. Well, that's part of my negotiation on Thursday. <laughs> I have a couple of and demands. you're wanting to mess with them? Well, um, I mean, I don't want to. I might want a pork chop sandwich every band. Mm. But I do have some pet band requests that I think they should work into the repertoire. And I think it would be in their best interest to do it. Not just because it would make me happy, but I think it would be some great additions. You going to make me want to pull the old trumpet out? Is that what you're Perhaps. saying? Perhaps. I mean, don't you think that uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia is a perfect uh, pet band song? Dun, 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 dun. Is it going to be paired with the orchestra? I mean, Fire on the Mountain, Run, Boys, Run. Is there a better horn line than Fire on the Mountain, Run, Boys, Run? Maybe not. Dr. Okay. French be out there with the with the old fiddle? Of course. Okay. And then I also a late a late addition, mm. I think Adele's Rolling in the Deep would be an outstanding pet band song. You know what I would like to have? What? R- rumor has it. I know that's not as good. I mean, oh. think about the the rolling in the deep. Think about the chorus. I've heard, roll, bum, 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 I've heard rolling in the deep. Bum, bum, is it good? Have? I have as so a pep band song. You think? Isn't it a good one? Yeah, it's good. You it's, don't have to agree with him you know, just because he's your boss. <laughs> it's I maybe this is mo- the public show. Hang on, Sloopy might be a little bit better, right? No. <laughs> hey, baby. It's <laughs> awful. I mean, hey, baby's a classic. Give me, give me some good. loving. It's my favorite. Give me some loving. Well, is a good classic. one. I mean, it's hard. Hard. Flame of a thousand dances. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Give me, I mean, give me some love. And Spencer and Davis, Spencer Davis group is just right there on it. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, I th- see, we had "Give Me Some Lovin'" was the was our trombone ba, 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 like theme song ba, 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 when we were ba, 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 ba. because we had our dance moves and everything. We we got into it. Oh yeah, you got to have the choreography with that. We a did doubt. old time rock and roll in high school, and one time our band director, Boy Slainer, he sang it with us. Really, it was awesome. Huh. Okay. So are you going to come out and sing along with the Cougar Band on If Saturday? they ask me to come out and do that, uh, I'll just have to check my schedule. All right, good. Uh, mild day today, and before getting a little warmer tomorrow, we're going to see some late-week rain chances increase. We think that the rain chances are going to move through more on Friday. 
and uh, be out of here by the time we get to the Twin Lakes Marching Classic on Saturday, so that'd be good. We'll see a few showers tomorrow. Might have seen a little frost in the area, in the region, off this, not, not in our area, but uh, off maybe in southern Indiana and some of those areas. We're going to see warm weather, going to rule Thursday and Friday. And then we'll see some rain and thunder, some gusty winds perhaps. Mostly sunny, 72 today, 46 overnight tonight after with a clear sky, mostly cloudy, and 76 for manana, and 60% chance of rain on Friday. It's just a matter of zeroing in on when. I mentioned the uh, first frost of the area, uh, first frost of the year in our area, and you can, um, you can go to the Farmer's Almanac's website and key in the zip code your zip code, and it will give you a better prognostication when the first frost will happen. A light freeze is 29 to 32 degrees. That'll kill tender plants. Moderate freeze, 25 to 28, harms most of vegetation. Severe freeze, 24 degrees and below. So you get some of those early morning hours where the temperature drops down to freezing. Um, Crisp this morning. It was Mm -hmm. a little crisp this morning. I I think I saw the temperature at 40 degrees. I know we, we got down into the upper 30s, like Saturday, yes, I Sunday. Don't like the idea of that. At uh, we have like the idea moved the lemon tree inside. Yeah, it's a good idea. We've got to uh, have a bunch of plant relocation on my duty roster in the in the coming days as well. Uh, another day means 24 more hours of examining the situation in Israel and the terrorist attacks by Hamas. And I know I've observed a lot of people saying, what does it matter? Why is Israel important? And I understand that, you know, we have younger people that are part of the audience and maybe don't uh, have not lived enough life to understand the reason that Israel is important on the global stage. If you've ever if you've ever heard of someone saying that they went on a trip to the Holy Land, this is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about this area of uh, of the world in the Middle East It's Israel. It's the Gaza Strip. It's and so for uh millennia <laughs> this has been a much coveted piece of real estate and it it really sort of goes you know all the way back to the time of of Abraham and Abraham's offspring and Isaac and Ishmael and that's where the that's where the rub that's where the disdain and dislike for one another in the region between Muslims and between uh, Jews and then and Christians came up and so they've been warring over the Holy Land for all these many years. Every every year you've been alive, they've been doing it. And then for every millennia since they had their parting of ways. And that's why it's such a, an important area to the the global stage. And now you've got Hamas coming in. And the real concern is, is Hamas being propped up by Iran. And probably so. And then yesterday you saw Hezbollah say, well... Hamas is attacking on the southern border of Israel. We are considering attacking on the northern border of Israel. And in the, at the same time, you see the carrier, the Gerald R. Ford strike group, ca- carrier strike group, is moving into that region in support of Israel in case they are needed. Anytime you move a carrier, you're moving a whole big uh, section of the fleet You've got the USS Normandy. You've got some destroyer. The, the Normandy is a cruiser. You've got destroyers, uh, about three or four destroyers. You've got then uh, the Air Force is, is augmenting with aircraft. So it's a big operation. When they say they're moving a car- carrier into the region, that's not like moving your pontoon down three boat slips. You know, it's something 
uh, extremely important. And then I saw um, Mitch McConnell, who has been studying geopolitical um, dynamics for obviously many uh, several decades. He says there are four in an op-ed that he wrote to the I think the New York Times. He said there are four steps for United States to help Israel. First, distinguish between the aggressor and the victim. And second, quickly provide the specific capabilities and intelligence to support Israel. Third, make America's national defense a priority. And finally, he said, focus on Iran. He says that if you peel away all the layers, if you follow the money and you follow the activity, you'll find Iran. And that's even even more dangerous. But, Dennis, I know a lot of people, you know, there's a whole big tourism industry around uh, pilgrimages to the Holy Land. And if you just happen to be in this area at the wrong time, you're probably trapped. Yeah, we have uh, several Kentucky folks. I believe K105 put out an article about that just a little bit ago about even local pastors and connections with folks who are on current tours of the Holy Land that are there and like you said, the Holy Land encompasses the entire Word of God, and it is a dream of mine to one day go and visit and take that trip. And we even have a Kentucky Baptist Convention former employee who is leading tours now as part of a ministry uh, with his position that is currently there. And uh, we just want to pray for all of them and their safety, but but most of all, the, the entire world right now is, is in our prayers and thoughts. And and pray for for God to to bring a quick end to what is happening. There's a tether to all of these things that even at times you don't necessarily understand the connectivity, but there is connectivity between uh, all of them. So the things that are happening in the Middle East and specifically in Israel are of concern to us. Uh, We spent some time yesterday kind of looking back on the Nelson County situation with the arrest of Brooks Houck. And one of the things that was lingering from the court date last week, last Thursday, was the request of the uh, Hauk defense to lower, to reduce the bond from $10 million. They said something like a half million dollars was more adequate. And the judge heard arguments on Thursday and needed some extra time to make the ruling. And the judge ruled yesterday there will be no change. He declined to lower the uh, $10 million bond. I think if I understand the bond process correctly, that it's typically you have to, you have to post 10% of the bond. So it means he would have to come up with a million dollars. And they say that he owns 75 rental properties in a construction company, among other holdings. So the judge said he easily could come up with assets Mm -hmm. that would stand for the bond. And so they were unwilling to, uh, unwilling to lower it. And you can't tell me he's not a flight risk. Yeah. You know, it, it's, he's, he has felt the walls closing in for eight years, you know, and maybe not as fast as many people would like. And he's innocent until he's proven guilty, but he, he has escaped this process for longer than a lot of people would have thought was reasonable, but it took that long to be able to make a case apparently against him. So I would imagine the law enforcement, the justice system is not going to allow any possibility of him fleeing because it will have been eight years of work for seemingly nothing, nothing. if he were able to uh, get away. So, 
All that I know about bond process is what I learned from Dog the Bounty Hunter back of course. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dwayne Chapman. Yeah, that's right. He's a he's a very good resource. A Kentucky deputy was wounded and a suspect killed when gunfire erupted during an attempted arrest. The shooting happened over the weekend in Allen County as officers attempted to locate a person involved in a vehicle pursuit earlier in the day in Simpson County. No details about the shooting were released, but state police said a male subject was pronounced dead at the scene and a Simpson County Sheriff's deputy was hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. The Simpson County Sheriff's Office said Chief Deputy Brad Harper was shot while trying to arrest a man for attempted murder. I've seen other law enforcement officers in that region uh, posting and, and pledging support and prayers for the deputy there, and so we hope that he makes a um, makes a recovery, a speedy recovery as well. Mark Stoops spoke to the media yesterday and then also on his uh, weekly radio show, and he said, what was the quote? He said, he was not tolerating. He was not tolerating being mopey and down. No, no mopey and no being down after the blowout loss to Georgia. Uh, what were the? He said, "I wasn't satisfied in any, in any, in any area, and I will not make excuses." What else did he say? He took some shots at Devin Leary again. He did, and and then in his, I know in his radio show last night, he said something pretty much along the lines of, "If fans want to beat Georgia, they need to step up," huh. and meaning for nil. Uh, well, yeah, I can. And, and I, I know that that, and, and and I saw somebody respond saying, and I didn't disagree, and I think it's it's a good point. If Cal would have said that, he'd have been, you know, they'd have been posting for sale signs in his yard. Right. And I think that it's it's kind of this whole thing, and it and it, I, I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way of of Stoops kind of saying that. I don't think Stoops meant ill will by saying it, but if you want to compete in the upper echelon of the SEC. It's going to take more than what we're doing, and it's going to take a little more time to make that step. But I heard something on KSR yesterday that came from inside the Georgia camp that I thought had a whole lot of credibility, and it's that Kentucky's, the, their composition as a team is very Georgia-like, but they're like 80% of Georgia. They play a similar style. They have a similar philosophy. The way they've built their roster is similar. And Kentucky is working toward looking at being a mirror image of Georgia, but it's big brother, little brother, until you can get to that point where your horses are the same. Kentucky does very well against teams that don't play a similar style. You know, a very you know stingy defense and that type. But when you play someone who knows your game plan, who knows your approach to the mm-hmm. game, they don't do as well. And I thought, you know, that kind of makes some sense, really. But um, but I think the biggest thing is it's like a lot of these games against the biggest teams, they haven't really come close. Right. And that's kind of my my next point is, is it's like, so what's NIL going to do? Is NIL, like if, if Dennis Cook – said tomorrow that he's going to donate $10 million a year to NIL. Is that, the, it, is that breaking news? Yes, is that it is. Okay, well, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, Trey had some. Oh, it, that makes some, sense. And I, I, I don't know. He's all the cleaned details. several windows this yes. summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's that K105 money that he's, he's pulling in. <laughs> sure. But, like, is that really going to get Kentucky to Georgia level? Uh, you know what's going to get Georgia to Georgia level is doing more things like Georgia, but it's going to take – Longer, you know. They, but, but then the thing is, is guess who's going to keep on getting better? While, like, I think it's it's kind of one of these races of, I don't know that 
there'll ever be the time to truly catch up. I think, though, that Alabama is suffering some of the things now that Georgia's going to suffer in three or four years. Is it kind of Kentucky basketball has dealt with this for a while? There's only one basketball at a time on the floor, yeah. and when you've got you know got twelve twelve superstars on your roster, half of them go. I'm not going to get to play. I'm going somewhere else, and, and see, so the transfer portal is going to have a big ripple effect through that. And see, it's funny, Alabama. They're struggling, yeah, but well, they're, they're they're five and one. So it's just it's. You know, we can't honestly complain about getting beat like we did versus the number one team, yeah, the powerhouse of SEC, and then back to back national the game right before that. We're we're even questioning how are we five and zero, oh, the <laughs> way that we've been playing, right? And then and then some fans be shocked about. You know. I think the biggest thing with the Georgia game was was how it happened. Is is Georgia beat them, but Kentucky beat themselves a lot, which is the part that I think when fans are upset. They circle that. Is it's like you get rid of that part, and mm-hmm. you just go out there, and it's just, you know what, George is just better than us. Mm-hmm. Then, then it's it's okay. But there were so many times in that game where it's like, well, heck, like you're overthrowing receivers, you're you're pile driving players into the ground, you're blindsiding people when the play is over. Like, what are we doing? Brad White said he didn't, he didn't call one play correctly. Like he couldn't ever get into that niche of calling the right play in the right it, sequence too. And it's also tough when Georgia has arguably one of the greatest offensive players. Yeah. In a long time in, yeah. in the tight end battle. And it was a statement game for Georgia, too. They were tired of hearing people say that, oh, they're not as good mm-hmm. as last year. And so they came out and said, ah, we're going to whip up on somebody. And they did. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Face Your Fears Day. It's Metric Day. Like the metric system? Yes. It is Angel Food Cake Day. Ooh, oh my angel food cake. That's, that sounds good. So you do like that? Yeah, I like angel food cake. Interesting. I don't mind it. Add that I to the short you. list of things that Dennis likes. I couldn't tell you last time I had it. I like angel food cake, especially when it's like has the strawberries on it and the little syrup stuff. And whipped cream. And so I'm not a whipped cream guy. I'm sorry. Add that to the other list. But you're a Cool Whip guy. Yeah, zero sugar Cool Whip guy. Yeah, But not whipped cream. But if it's... Frozen Cool Whip. I see. Not not the regular. What's the difference between whipped cream and Cool Whip? Like, uh, I don't know. There's a considerable. I don't know, so, All so, right. So, let's so. get into it. Uh, first off, <laughs> get crazy on the line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the composition. Uh, also, Amazon October Prime Days start today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Kind of snuck up on me. I was looking in, at that a little earlier. In case you're interested. And D- Dennis, have you selected your Halloween costume yet? Uh, it's been selected for me. Okay. Well, what was selected? We have a, a group of folks that are going to be making up our station this year at church, and we are the Cars theme. Oh, okay. Each of us is a different character from the movie. you got to be Mater. You can't be Lightning. <laughs> you got to be Mater. <laughs> hey, I didn't get to pick, okay? You're Mater. Uh, that's what I told my wife. That Re- I, I think was... he's read the fire truck. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think I'm some Italian guy who helps with tires. You're Luigi? No, you are not Luigi. I think that's who I am. I'm not sure. So the three most popular Halloween costumes for 2023 are Barbie, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, the Joker, and Wednesday Adams. Those are the three most popular. Has Alea decided her? popular. No, and it'll change three or four times between now and then. Uh, Okay. Three weeks from today? Hey, um... (laughs) You know, we had the big nationwide EAS test last week. 
and you know it's the conspiracy theorists and I just roll my eyes. Only really, you people. I mean the the EAS was a. You didn't know that the government came through the radio. Yeah, the EAS <laughs> is the next generation from what was the EBS when mm-hmm. I started in the industry. Yeah, and I remember you know in this studio there was used to be an envelope that hung that was from you know it was they had certain codes and you had to if if these codes said this you had to send the following message and Man. and now it's just all connected you know and so. The the difference in the difference in the the test last week was that this is the first time that it was one hundred percent internet based. So every radio and television station and every cell phone provider sent the same message roughly within a minute of one another, but it all originated from the iPaws system instead of we we monitor different sources. We monitor other stations. We monitor NOAA. And historically, that's where our information gets relayed from. And in the coming future, by the way, the EAS system in Kentucky is all going to be monitored from the KET backbone because KET has transmitters all across the state that we will just be monitoring that because they have continuity of signal. They have backup power. They have et cetera. So anyway, it's a complex system, and it's very important to uh, safety of Americans. So the people that say, oh, this is where they're coming to get you, you know, turn your phone off. It doesn't matter if you turned your phone off. You're going to get your message when you turned your phone back on. Uh-huh. But there, I read something about this has happened on TikTok. Oh, boy. It's a former Amish person. And they were making a case for... So apparently in the same way that maybe people in prison try and sneak contraband into, like they might hide cell phones, that apparently there are some people of the Amish community, of the horse-drawn, the bicycle riding, et cetera, that they might give in to the temptation of deciding that they're going to have a cell phone for I mean, they run small businesses and they need to be, you know, they sometimes say, well, I need to be reachable. KSR a couple of years ago had the guy that called in. He was Amish and they set it up to where he could call a number and listen to the UK games. That's right. That's, That's right. So, right. But he might have had I can't a, remember his he, name. He might have had a landline or something that he could no, call. No, no, it was a cell I phone. I remember him saying specifically it was a cell phone. So anyway, I don't think that they have entirely, they have entirely the green light. To say, okay, you can carry cell phones. It's still, I think, uh, a taboo. Okay. But m- many of them got outed last week mm. because try <laughs> as you may, you might want to keep your phone on silent and you may keep it hidden on your person <sighs> until a national test comes along. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> and so apparently some people in the community started knocking on some doors saying, what was that sound I heard emanating from your trousers yesterday? So anyway, I just thought that was uh, the first time they've ever uttered funny. that sentence. You think? What was that sound, sound coming emanating, from your trousers? Emanating from your trousers? Yeah, probably. It's never been. My goodness, never been offered before. So, uh, what if I don't have signal? Well, am I still getting that? Yeah, I think, I, is it waiting until I get a signal? Uh, I think and it's it pending. Through? Yeah, gotcha. I, I think it's, interesting. It's sitting there waiting because um, that that was the thing about trying to turn it off. Yeah, you turned it off, take the battery out of it. It's still waiting for you, mm. uh, even no matter what happens here. You know, our messages queue up. So if for whatever reason we get an EAS uh, alert, and for whatever reason our power is out, when uh, power is restored, those messages are pending, and then the the queue will be cleared. So pretty. Uh, 
pretty nice redundant system. And and by the way, I mentioned this in May when we had to make a trip to Washington, D.C. about saving AM radio because a lot of the EV manufacturers are saying, ah, nobody needs. Well, about uh, a huge majority of the EAS backbone is built on AM radio. So protecting uh-huh. that platform... I mean, you've got big big AM radio stations that are relaying that information across the... So when cell towers go down and when you, there's still AM radio that's carrying that emergency information. And I know I read some things to, you know, the government's never used this. And I said, well, heck, they do every time that there's a storm. The federal government, the federal government has government, never activated yeah, yeah, that. But it's, to say that it's never been used is <laughs> just not, not true. It's, it's used, right. especially in the summer, in the spring, you know, it's used all the time. To me, I thought about the interesting point you made about KET and using its backbone, like public broadcasting back for the win. You know, it's I didn't assume that that could be a, mm-hmm. something so used widely now. So that's a great resource as well. The International Olympic Committee, you know, the Olympics are coming after Paris next year. They're coming to Los Angeles in 2028. Oh, I thought they were. I thought they were coming to Clarkson. And apparently, hmm. they are considering flag football. What? And a return of baseball to the Olympics in 2028. I just, I love baseball. Yeah, but this has been tried. You know, we 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 try and shoehorn baseball into the Olympics, and then the rest of the world goes meh. Yeah, baseball is a whole lot more likely than I mean, flag football is is. I mean, the U.S. Because I even saw some football players be like, "Oh, I'm all in on this." Like they would, they would crush everyone Mm -hmm. back in 97 i was a champion of flag football in ohio county high school just in a intramural league that i made powder puff game this is an intramural league that i made up just in my neighborhood but i was called freight train because no one could stop me so if the 98 were you just playing like eight-year-olds in your i'm mid-story if the 98 atlanta olympics had or 96 which was it anyway if one of them had it i would have been in it freight train gold medal hmm was it the junior, junior Olympics? Or? By the way, is the exactly. NFL playing a game in London every Sunday this year? They uh, this is next week is the last okay, one, and then they go to Germany at some point. But but they basically have a game uh, like overseas several weeks this year Four. because they've done London two or three weeks, and then the Titans are there this weekend. Yes, this will be the third straight week in London, and then they go to Germany. I think they're doing four games overseas, and then just, I think they're also doing maybe a Mexico City game. Do we form a flag football team? We already got freight train over here. Freight train's uh, ready. Night train or whatever. No, it is. no, uh, not night train. Freight it's train. Freight train I'll be soul train. <laughs> you can be night court. Sam. <laughs> and Sam, night Sam can be Thomas the train. <laughs> oh. Can't I be James instead? <laughs> you can be whatever. Great. You can be whatever you. That's done. You can be whatever you want. I think we're going to need to recruit some more players. But oh, okay. I, listen, I I've always said Alex Cook would be a great. It's Edge true. defensive player. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm game ready. I'm ready. Just well, give think... him some pizza after the game, and he's all in. <laughs> all in. <laughs> no, just put some pizza boxes in the end zone. That's right. Get, get there. <laughs> Don't <laughs> stop. You know that's what they used I to say. Stand in his way. That's mm. what they used to say about Melvin Turpin. How they used to get Melvin Turpin to rebound at UK was they taped a Big Mac box to the <laughs> to the backboard, so he would go up there and uh, go up there and get him. Dennis, I know uh, you're a collector of uh, items. That's that's no secret. Yeah. Know that you're a big fan of cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm a kid at heart. You at once were a big fan of donuts. One one time in my life, I enjoyed a donut. But you've sort of been able to put donuts in the box. Ruh, roh raggy. I hear say, what's coming. So would I really be tempting you if I told you there's a world where cartoons meet Krispy Kreme donuts, and not just any cartoon, but Scooby-Doo? Ruh, roh raggy. A ruby snack? <laughs> I mean, you... I saw this picture yesterday. You did? And... I thought to myself, if I'm ever going to go off the deep end, uh-huh. why not combine two of my loves? Couldn't this be your trick-or-treat candy? You know, if you're going to have some candy for Halloween, I mean, can't it be this? You have somebody in your family that lives very close yes. to a Krispy Kreme. What a great Scooby snack. I think it, they've, there's the Scooby Dooby Doo donut. Okay. There's the Mystery Machine donut. There's the Spooky Monster Cookies and Cream donut. And then there's the Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies. That's great. Halloween orange sprinkle donut, and they're all available this season. They're, they're available now. There's a picture out there that shows all four of those different designs, mm-hmm. and they look so good. If you have to choose one, which are you choosing? Oh. I'm not saying you're limited to one. I was saying what would be the one you would choose first. Maybe just by the name Jinkies. I just want to say that I tried the Jinkies. (laughs) Jinkies? There's no way I can say that after I take one bite. Absolutely, without a doubt. But it's just occurred to me because I ran into an instance over the weekend, you know, how I hate phonetic spelling and I hate people that spell country with a K. (laughs) I've never really caught it to throw a flag on Krispy Kreme. I don't know why, in my mind, Krispy Kreme yeah. gets a pass for using K's instead of C's. And now I'm conflicted. I'm like, well, <laughs> if I'm going to be consistent, don't I have to throw a flag on Krispy Kreme? Is that why you're anti Fruit Loops? I guess. Well, I don't know. Phonetic, but also literal. Are they, in fact, crispy? Country Kitchen. And then do you K- want a crispy donut? That's not how you spell country. We got to Jinkies. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know iceberg lettuce is 96% water? I did know that. Or at least knew that it was a lot. So that factoid reminds me. (laughs) I was right behind Dennis in the line at the chamber dinner. And they thought he was trying to game the system. Like He wanted double salad, but he didn't want an entree. But they were like, you can only have one salad. And so he was negotiating. He was trying to negotiate. I think Sarah even tried to negotiate. Did Strawberry Queen try to negotiate on your behalf and say he wants the same amount of food. He just wants it all in salad form. And then bless your little heart, you had one little bitty salad. And I thought, he ate a full meal when he got home. Uh, No, I didn't. But (laughs) to answer many questions in one run-on question, yes, uh, yes and no, okay. uh, I didn't. But no, Sarah but is. She did. The Strawberry Queen is my ne- full time and Craig. overtime negotiator. You're Jenny Craig for sure. Okay, but yeah, I- I'm very familiar with iceberg lettuce. I've had it every day since January the first with tomatoes and green peppers uh-huh. and some form of a grilled protein. Okay, so I have I have a uh, I'm, I'm I'm immediately pondering. This was not my scheduled ponderance. I like but it. I, but I'm I like unscheduled pondering. I- impromptu ponderance. Yeah, it's good. What's the other 4%? Calories. 
Okay. What fiber? Yeah. I think it. I think it's fiber. Yeah. That's a safe answer. Just yeah. fiber, right? Yeah. The actual like lettuce seed, chlorof- mm-hmm. uh, chlorophyll. Mm, is that a? Is that right? <laughs> well, yeah, screen. Somehow it's sounds, that that sounds weird. weird. It's not right. Chlorophyll. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's better <laughs> than chlorophyll. I think it's photosynthesis is what it actually turns <laughs> into. I, I did feel sorry for you. Like you walked away from. I mean, you could have had. You could have had two different meats. You could have had yes. three sides. You could have yes. had a salad. You could have had a dessert. You could have had eight carbs. That's right. But no, you came back with a small bowl of salad. Well, welcome to Did my Did you world. not give him your salad? Heck no, I ate my salad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, uh, I needed my salad, loser. too. <laughs> or did he just walk around like he was at the school lunch table just, and ask people for their salad? Saying, Man, this macaroni and cheese is awesome. You're <laughs> missing out. You going to eat that salad? Yeah. That's what it yeah. was. I'll trade you my Mac for your salad. I unzip my pants. My jumpsuit pants and I have a salad <laughs> that I'm pulling out at my desk. <laughs> I like it. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is coming to Disney Plus in 4K restoration. Disney's unrivaled classic from 1937 is coming to Disney Plus 4K restoration debuting. Uh, I guess this will be Monday, October 16th, and completed to commemorate Disney Company's 100th anniversary. I bet... It'll be interesting to see the difference. Does you know, Alea, how does she feel about Snow White? Uh, Christy, actually, her, her favorite um, Disney princess is Snow White, but I always uh, always question the fact. In fact, I think I mentioned it recently. Her favorite favorite Disney princess is Snow White, but she hates whistling, so how can she, <laughs> how can she sustain the dwarves? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think she's still feeling some level of conflict over that. Uh, I don't... Uh, Snow White is hard to come by. There are certain there are certain movies that are in the Disney vault that are quite a bit harder to come across, including the original Aladdin. So I don't know that her exposure to the movie proper has been great, mm-hmm. but she obviously will see it next week. I'm going to watch it. I'll, I think it deserves being watched. Agreed. As long as they haven't changed the script and added in extra characters to make it more... You know, 2023, friend. Well, you know, that's what they were doing in the live-action remake is they were going retelling the story, and they yes. weren't dwarves. They were something else, and it's like, okay, come on. Yeah. I mean, you got to go cleaning up all the fairy tales. Please don't. The Crown Season 6 release date and first trailer are out. Netflix revealed the release plan in the first trailer on uh, yesterday. And it says the first four episodes of season six will debut on the streamer on November 16. And the show will take a hiatus of nearly one month, and then they'll release their final six episodes on December 14. See, I don't watch this show, but I would struggle because apparently this is a new actress for the Queen, so she's getting older. But she plays, this actress plays one of the villains in Harry Potter, Mm, Dolores Umbridge. Mm -hmm. And it would be, it's one of those that she. It would be weird for me to have her be from, you know, the villain to the queen, you know, and it would just like that would be weird for me to go back and forth and watching. Is the queen? And she's so good as playing the Dolores Umbridge character in I, Harry Potter. I assume you've watched some of this. I've watched. Yeah, I'm caught up. Okay, is the queen portrayed as a villain, or is she portrayed no. as a good person? No, it's a, they've done a very good job following her arc. You know, from being a small child and then being thrust into the throne. Uh, suddenly, you know, and unexpectedly, she was that was not that was not her trajectory. Uh, things kind of took an odd turn that led to uh, the fact that her father ended up on the throne. The throne was a surprise, and so it 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 
you know, they they figure out, well, why do they have an heir and a spare? Well, there's a reason they have a spare because things things happen. Yeah. Interesting. And I think that isn't this like late 90s or 2000s? Yeah, I think it's going to brush up to Diana. Yeah, Diana's in the previous season, but they've not they've not approached the death of Diana. So I don't know I don't know how far they're going to go in this season because I think part of the concern has been they got to get that part right because she's held in such high regard that the blowback from getting it wrong or not handling it with the delicacy that they should might be difficult. I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes or not, but, you know, inflation's so high it's now 90 minutes. Um, hmm. And so they had a piece on Sunday night. Maybe John – no, it was Bill Whitaker that did the piece on Rich Paul. Rich Paul has a really interesting story. I just know him as an agent, and, you know, LeBron kind of – uh, got him involved, and he's you know he's just a, he's like got this mega empire of athletes now. Has a very interesting story, but he has a new book out. Of course, he's Adele. He's Mister Adele, yeah, or she's Mrs. Rich Paul. I don't. They call each other husband and wife, but apparently they're not married. Um, so I kind of have a problem with that. It's like yeah. you, if you're going to use the title, you know, uh, make it official. But he says that she. It was extremely difficult for her to read his new memoir. Uh, he's a hustler at at the core, and he was raised on the streets. And it was his street smarts that led him to creating an empire, but he's a smart fella. And he's done – and so I just found him to be an interesting figure. So if you don't know anything about him uh, – and it's odd the way the two of them, you know, it's kind of like you wouldn't necessarily put the two of them together, but apparently. And because I like to say Dua Lipa so much, she has wiped her Instagram oh. page ahead of rumored new music era ahead of the launch. Apparently it's coming up, so – she cleaned up the uh, her Insta. Do we okay? Is, is that what do I, we call it? An Insta? Yeah, I think that's I think that's uh, that's the cool way to say it. Does the world need more Dua Lipa music? I'm here for it. I say yes. The world needs more. What's the one song that I should know? Oh, um, don't stop now. Um, you have uh, now, Courtney. If you wouldn't ask me, I'd have been able to tell you. And now that this music's playing underneath it, it's <laughs> uh-huh. that's really hard. Uh-huh. Pull, uh, pull out a melody, but you'd know it when you heard yes. it. Okay, we got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Gnome. CMB's point to ponder for today: After eating, do amphibians have to wait thirty minutes before coming out of the water? Isn't that logic? I mean. That makes sense. Goes both ways, doesn't it? It should. What do fish do then? Well, I mean, fish don't really come out of the water. Sam, it's not about the fish. So, but I mean, humans have the ability, you know, Homo sapiens can go into the water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't live in the water, but they can't go until they've sufficiently waited enough time after eating. So, wouldn't the reverse, isn't it a universal law, a law of nature that it's. Unless you're Aquaman, and his powers are, are. Surpassing any of those needs, but okay. Other than that, yeah, we, we need a biologist. That's true. Somebody get George Costanza on the phone. Marine biologist George Costanza <laughs> on TV tonight. The season five premiere of Pressure Luck on ABC. That's the No Whammies show, isn't it? Yeah, no whammies, from, no whammies, yeah. no whammies, no whammies. No whammies. Let's make a deal. No, okay. No, no. pressure luck is when they press yeah, it, yeah, and yeah, stop yeah. the thing, and then they what's, just the, around and what's the let's make a deal? Aren't they whammies too? Uh, Zonks. Zonks, okay. Motown Night on Dancing with the Stars on ABC. The Voice, two new episodes on NBC. And I know at Cook Ranch they will be watching the BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm. 
Ooh. Got to keep your finger on the pulse of the latest in music. I mean, if you're going to be a music publisher, I do kind of like music. You got to know what's going on. I like that. Reba is on The Voice. I've seen some clips of that. That's been Reba's on The Voice. Yeah, she's one. She took Blake Shelton's spot. Oh, I don't. I haven't watched that show many times, but I bet it's not nearly as good without Blake. He was. He was so good. He was quick, you know, yes. quick witted, and knew how yes. to have fun and razz people. I and love such. that. And then uh, volleyball on tap tonight. Volleyball against Meade County, K105 Digital Production, so you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll get notified. Remember, though, with volleyball, that just because it says it's going to start at 7, it could start a little earlier, could start a little later, because they have freshmen and JV prior to. So it just kind of <laughs> depends. If we're not starting right at 7 o'clock, it usually means because the JV game has gone long. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1845, the U.S. Naval Academy was established in Annapolis, Maryland. The Beach Boys' single Good Vibrations was released this date in 1966. Hmm. My dad was in the Navy. In the Navy. Yep. In 2021, No Time to Die, Daniel Craig's final James Bond film, hmm. finally came out. You know, it, took, it was delayed 18 months because of the No, my dad was not pandemic. a fan. No, I didn't like the way it ra- it ended. Um, I don't even know that I he finished it. I like the way the movie ended. Wow. Ben Vereen is 77 today. David Lee Roth is 69. Wow. Tanya Tucker is 65. Bradley Whitford is 64 today. What do I know Bradley Whitford? So Bradley Whitford, actor, not Bradley Whitford, musician. Bradley Whitford, Brad Whitford is in Aerosmith. Bradley Whitford is an actor. You would know him in several things. He was... Um, in Billy Madison, he was the antagonist that was trying to make sure that Billy didn't pass school. Okay. But he is Josh Lyman on The West Wing, which reminded me, Dennis, I know you've kind of shown. Have you ever seen The West Wing? <laughs> okay, yes. just making sure. Uh, yeah, probably like four times. Well, three. after we were talking about John Adams recently, et cetera, I was like, you know, if you've never, if you've never been in on The West Wing, you really should. Uh, but glad to know you have. Yeah, I'm I glad to. I'm sure. glad you made that connection because that name was going to drive me crazy until I figured that out. I was going to show him a picture from Wikipedia, but I guess I have to show him the IMDb page instead since he mm-hmm. has that. Sure. Yeah. He's aged a little bit. He doesn't speak in Wikipedia. He only speaks in IMDb language. This is, I don't think his has a picture, though. Brett Favre is 54. Can't yeah. you get them a picture? Can, can we add that's, one ourselves? That's my agent. I'm sorry, guys. We're busy. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 49 today. Your buddy. Huh. Remember that time I just got to sit around and have a conversation with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Well, we weren't invited. Typical. We just looked through the window. I was lucky to get an invitation. Gone but not forgotten, Giuseppe Verde was born this day in 1813. Is uh, like he's one of the big inspirations and icons for you as a composer? No. Okay. Thelonious Monk, born in 1917. That's more of an inspiration. Oh, you're more of a jazz guy than a Verde guy? No. I'm no. distracted here. Apparently, we can contact his agent through this through this IMDb page. So is that Queen. Strawberry That's Queen? Strawberry Queen's email address. How <laughs> <I> dare you? <laughs> but it also gives us the ability that if we want to pay a little money, we can add whatever picture we want out of him. Oh, I like it. I don't like that. So there you go. So what's, his, what's his episode guide look like? <laughs> it's, a, it's a single source. <laughs> uh, One movie. Chart toppers today. My chart topper machine isn't wanting to play. Here, here we go. 1956, Jim Lowe, Mayor, The Green Door. Mayor Pike fan number two. Hey, put your phone down, Sam. We're doing a show here. Is Brad Mayor Pike fan one? No. Okay. No, he why, is. Why were you two and not one? He is the boyfriend to the f- two fun girls. 
Oh, that's right. And he his credits are more elaborate. He, so is, he actually has a name. Well, uh, he like is in, in, in the series that's coming out as well. So he has two things under his name. Oh, gotcha. Did they just not invite you back? No, I was invited. I was uh, down in my back. I was in a Christmas movie. I can't believe that I don't have an IMDb page. Uh, I mean, I actually had a speaking part. You had no. nothing. <laughs> Actions speak louder than words. Acting is not speaking. This is the in crowd. Ramsey Lewis trio number one at 65. Got that some uh, Linus and Lucy vibes. Well, uh. There is a Mark Buckles that does have an IMDb page. Mm, and it's, it's ironic. When I Google it, the next person it recommends is Charlie Sheen. Very similar. Oh. Which, and, and does it? Yeah. 1974, Billy Preston, Nothing from Nothing. Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart, number one in 83. Jump Around House of Pain in 92. Alicia Keys, Fallen in 01. Teenage Dream, Katy Perry, 13 years ago today. And Lizzo, Truth Hurts, number one, four years ago today. Yukon, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. Good Thank you. you. Say hey to everybody at First Baptist Church for you me. You know it. Um, say, did did we Doug and I ever settle whose table that was? Uh, well, no. It was Miss Diane's table, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's what we want, settled just on. Just want to remind everybody that's uh, the way it went. It's not case. Doug's table. MB's Pearl yep. of Wisdom for today says, A mistake that makes you humble is better than an achievement that makes you arrogant. A mistake that makes you humble is better than an achievement that makes you arrogant. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.